everyone, and welcome to Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. I'm your host, Michael Unger, and I'm super excited to be part of this project. In my day job, I'm the program coordinator at the H.R. McMillan Space Center. I'm also the host of another podcast called Nerdin' About, and I'm part of a science communication team called SciCats, where we train future science communicators. So in all that I do, I have conversations with scientists, communicators, artists, and in this podcast, we're going to be having conversations with and about the youth that will be our science and technology leaders of tomorrow. And today we have one of those youth that presented his idea at the Youth Innovation Showcase back in June of this year. And here was his pitch. Our innovation aims to combat the nearly 48 million square meters of plastic waste produced each year by mechanical pencils. Completely of our own design, we created a fully biodegradable 3D printed mechanical pencil. Our pencil takes a mere two years to biodegrade compared to a regular one, which takes 200 years. With all the waste our pencil is saving, we can make 55 cars and about 4,000 houses. Our pencil, due to the increasing popularity of 3D printing, can become an effective replacement for non-biodegradable pencils. For their Youth Innovation Showcase submission, 14-year-old Jahan Gill and his partner Patrick Ciota designed a clever solution a fully biodegradable 3D printed pencil. Jahan, speak to us from Surrey, British Columbia. Hey, Jahan, how's it going? Uh, hi, Michael. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. So you're, uh, you're in Surrey there, and I actually grew up in North Delta, and a lot of my first jobs were in Surrey. I, one of my first jobs was in Guilford Place. I worked at the Toys R Us on King George Highway. Have you ever been to this Toys R Us on uh, King George Highway? Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> so it's very possible. I'm trying to like imagine me as like a youth uh, maybe working there and you may have gone then there. I might be a little bit too old, but um, it's kind of like it's kind of funny to think about that uh, young Jahan uh, may have come on and bought some toys mm -hmm. from me. Probably. There was definitely a chance. <laughs> All right. So uh, tell us about this project, uh, this uh, this biodegradable pencil. Um, tell us about uh, how you came about to bring this forward as your submission for the Youth Innovation uh, Showcase. Well, it all started like a while ago when me and Patrick were trying to think of our science fair ideas. And we came across this one bacteria which eats plastic. And then as we're going through it, we found that we want to make our project about something that could help the environment and then we came across how mechanical pencils take up so much waste every year so then we decided that maybe we could mm -hmm. try creating our own uh do you want me to show what ours yeah yes yeah absolutely of course like on the podcast we won't be able to see it yeah, but on the video uh we can and uh, uh could you maybe like describe uh, to the listeners uh, uh, what we're looking yeah, at so right it's now pretty much a solid cylinder with a pointed tip and on one end, you just twist it uh, to the right, and then the lead will come out of the tip, and you can just write like that. And if you twist it the other way, the lead will go back in. And then it's super, super simple to replace. You just have to twist off the top and put a new stick of lead in. Mm -hmm. So it's it's awesome. So 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 it can yeah, be used ahead. like a lot. It can be used forever if you wanted to. It will never like go to waste. It's not like a pencil, which is just one use and then you throw it away. Yeah, so that's. Yeah. So you actually. It, uh, so it saves like a lot of extra waste that would be produced by just throwing away the pencils. 
Right, absolutely. So, and you actually took the extra te- step to uh, produce some of these uh, prototypes. Uh, did you just produce one or two, or did you uh, actually like make more? I mean, me and Patrick both have one, and uh, we haven't been able to produce any recently due to quarantine because we were using our 3D printer at school, and neither of us have a 3D printer at home. So we haven't been able to really work on our project much after after the everything got shut down. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is like, I'm wondering if I could get first on the line on the uh, wait list. We, are, we actually pencils. already is that, is kind of possible? have a wait list. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, no. we already have some uh, <laughs> people who are interested in our pencils from other science fairs that we went to, like our district one and our school-wide one. Yeah, so we already have some okay. people who want to get in on our pencils. All right. Well, you yeah, can slot we me in we there. I don't need to be at the top, but it's like, <laughs> um, let's let's talk about this science fair idea. So you talked about you and Patrick. Um, have you worked with him before? Uh, on science no, this fairs? is actually the first year that me and him met. We met in September, and then we just became really good friends and decided to do the science fair together. Yeah. So were you in the same class together, or took a lot? Uh, yeah, we were in the same class person and what did you like connect on because obviously probably the, the first thing out of your mouths were not like hey want to work on a science fair project or was that it or did you like connect on something else um i honestly i don't really remember we kind of just i think it's because we were both like friends of friends yeah so one of my friends was already his friend so i think that we just met and then we started talking to each other and realized that we have some of the same interests what are some of those other interests yeah and then um, well, we both like to play sports, uh, so we talk about that quite a bit. We both really like computers and like 3D printing and mm-hmm. coding and stuff. Um, both of our favorite subjects are math and science, and then I guess we just really bonded over that, and that's how we got together and decided awesome. to make our project. And had you ever uh, worked on a project like this before with someone? Uh, no, actually, this is my first time ever competing in a, or like my first year ever competing in science fairs. Uh, I know Patrick has like in like once or twice in his mm-hmm. elementary school years, but I, this is my first year yeah. doing it. And how would you, uh, how would you describe sort of like the overall experience as being part of the Youth Innovation Showcase? Well, I think it was an awesome experience. It's um, very well run the way that it's like um, design and stuff that we get to make our pitch, our two minute video. Um, I think that's an amazing way to like show everybody what we could do. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it was an awesome way to show our innovation. And, and of course, like showing your innovation, you know, part of the showcase is communicating your idea. So in the process of going through the submission and doing your pitches, how did that help develop your project, uh, develop the idea itself? Like, did the innovation, did you learn more about like what you were trying to achieve with this innovation through the process of the Youth Innovation Showcase? Uh, yeah, actually, when we were uh, there for a little bit, we had quite a few people like talk to us about how our pencil can actually help so much environmental change and reduce so much waste. We've learned like more about it than we did before, but yeah, that was about it. We just learned a lot more about the waste that we were saving, and we learned a little. We got quite a lot of like feedbacks and tips on how we can improve and mm-hmm. change our design. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting, and you know, I'm I'm really encouraged to hear that uh, that you had gone towards an idea that is fundamentally such a 
a big problem in in the world right now which is plastic waste and then eventually the next step to that is this larger idea of a global warming which plastic sort of like plays into now is are these issues and concerns that for the average 14 year old like are you guys talking about on the playground or is this something just because of you and patrick's sort of like special connection to science that you have sort of that you sort of like um uh gravitated towards um, yeah, I think it was mostly about our interest in science. And I think when we were researching about it, we um, we found that global warming can be changed very quickly by just doing little things. So then we just found a little thing that we could change and help hmm. stop it or at least contain yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like it, on a much a bigger level, of course, we need to create systematic change with like how society uh, views global warming and uh, how like large corporations and how governments, you know, uh, create these initiatives. But what you're saying is that sometimes it starts with like just a simple idea and like making small change and um, taking that as like your first step. Yeah, I think that all all the small steps will eventually lead to one big step. Yeah. That's a really great, um, great perspective. So, so this was back in June uh, that we did uh, our our makeshift uh, showcase that we went online. Originally, it was supposed to be an in person uh, pitch, um, and that was sort of like near the end of your school year. So, uh, what has uh, the rest of your year been like? Of course, like yeah, summertime hit, and then now school must have just started back up again. So, uh, what is uh, what has Jahan's life been like since June? Um, so I guess my summer was pretty boring. I didn't really do anything. <laughs> um, and then after the school year, me and Patrick actually go to different schools now. Oh no. Yeah. So, uh, how does that make you feel? I, I mean, I, I don't hate it. I do like going to my new school though. It's a bit easier and it's, uh, I have like a lot of friends there from elementary who went there. Okay. So I know way more people than I did at my old school with Patrick. Right. But we still decided right. that we were going to do the Youth Innovation Showcase together. Yeah, no, that's that, that's really that's really nice. And so, do you think that you're going to uh, continue sort of like collaborating with Patrick? Do you think, even though you're, you're um, going to separate schools? Yeah, for sure. We're still really good friends. We're really close. We hang out quite a bit. And we talk quite a bit. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. we will, definitely will. We'll stay in touch, and then we'll probably either expand on our project or create a new one. For the coming year. Yeah, well, we're going to test that theory because we're going to have Patrick uh, on on a future episode. So we're going to ask him the same question. So we're going to see if he still wants to work with you as well. Uh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what's happening in the world right now. Now, you've already kind of talked about how you're not able to get into your school to use the 3D printers uh, because of COVID. Yeah. So how has sort of like this last year, so it's obviously you and Patrick had already gone through the process of working on this project before COVID hit. And uh, obviously back in March, things got, um, uh, you know, a bit disrupted and it's still kind of like going on. So how has what's going on in the world right now kind of like affected, you know, not only like you and Patrick on this project, but for like your schooling uh, as well? Um, well, I feel like schooling has gotten like more online than it was before. Yeah. And um, quite a lot of like places like say the library where me and Patrick normally got most of our work done. And that's where the 3D printer was. Those like areas were um, 
not like only like in so that people don't like interact between cohorts uh those areas are now closed so we can't we couldn't collaborate either even if we were at the same school yeah or it would be really hard we'd have to do it outside of school and either way we wouldn't have a 3d printer so that was something that would have really affected our project if we think back to like when you were just thinking of like these ideas like in that brainstorm session was it easier to do in person like is the is doing uh kind of like what we're doing now trying to have an intimate conversation over zoom uh how do you find that now in this new world well i personally like it better when you're in person i find that it's easier to just like communicate your ideas like right with the person and then if you have like say a piece of paper you can just draw a huge web and that's what we did when we first decided to do the project we just started brainstorming like crazy on tons of paper and i feel like in person is way better than over zoom it's still possible over zoom but i find it easier in person have you found any techniques that have helped you? Because, um, of course, like now you've maybe sort of adapted a bit um, since like the spring, you've had summer and now the beginning of uh, a fall now. Is there any things that you do for yourself to kind of like improve kind of like that process of communication? And of course, you did, had to um, shift very quickly into doing a presentation uh, online instead of in person. So you now have a little bit of practice now. Um, what sort of things have you learned along the way? Um, well, I learned that like one of the best ways to like say brainstorm is to get into a call with the person and have a collaborative document on say Google Drive or Microsoft Word. Um, personally, for me, that works the best. It's um, easy to talk to the person as well as you can type out and write your ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the only thing that the downfall to that is that see say if you want to like draw something you can't do that on the documents yeah which is it's kind of it's really useful to draw your words out and then it really helps with uh like processing the idea through your brain better like mm-hmm. like giving it to my partner and showing him what the idea is so i find it that's why that's one of the reasons i find in person way better did you say that you and patrick are going to be part of the youth innovation showcase again this year um, yeah, we're still deciding for sure, but that's what we're thinking. We're going to do it again together this year. So you were part of the showcase last year and you're going to go into it again. Um, what are some of the lessons that you think that you took away from last year that you're going to go into this year and also may also help people going into the showcase for the first time this year? What are some of those lessons that you might uh, pass on to yourself and to those other people? Well, I think one thing is that you have to be like prepared for everything, mm-hmm. but also it is sometimes better to just uh, like speak from your heart. Don't like if you speak like just like genuinely and not just reading off the script, it's better. And I find it just it's easier to it's it's just more genuine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'd say is if you're just doing it the first time, make sure all your technology works properly. That was a big thing that happened last time. Yeah, I got stuck yeah. and I couldn't join the meeting last yeah, during the showcase. But you know what, Javon, yeah. you showed great patience, and this is something that we all go through. We're all going through right now, uh, doing online presentations, and you showed great poise. 
And yeah, I think that is great advice to 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 be vulnerable and to 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 speak from the heart because that's where connections uh, are made and that's where ideas can really find um, some growth is when you can tap into the emotion and you can't do that by just reading off a script. You got to be open and vulnerable. And I think that you and Patrick really did that. And I, I wish you and Patrick luck uh, in this year's showcase. Uh, and Jahan, thank you so much for joining us today on the uh, Science Fair Foundation podcast. Yeah. Thanks. It's been, it's been an honor. And that's all for this week's episode. We'll see you next time. Until then, let's innovate.